commence primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! From the gem-encrusted caverns of Paiju, I'm Grex Kondak, and this is Core World News, your Star Wars newscast for in-depth coverage and analysis of all the latest stories from around the galaxy. Join the discussion every week by sending your comments, theories, and questions to at Core World News on Twitter and Instagram. As always, here is your news segment rundown for April 18th, 2019. Kyber Crystal Comics Corner. Reading Raftar. But first, Star Wars Celebration has concluded, and our hosts have so much more to say about the rise of Skywalker, Mandalorian, Jedi Fallen Order, and the Clone Wars. Now for Ben, Grant, and Adam to discuss the rise of Skywalker. All right. Yeah. That's a way, Grex, man. Thanks so yeah, much. Yeah. Uh, guys, uh, how's, you know, we've now had a couple days to digest uh, the fallout from that event what what do you think have you how many times adam have you seen the uh trailer now countless um <laughs> I, I when i got a little behind the scenes when i got here uh ben was reading a comic grant was setting up the the uh new stuff and i was just like i'm just gonna watch the trailer like <laughs> so i've done that several times a day for the past several days so at least a few dozen i would say probably what um what is the most recent thing you've found i have a question or not found yeah um yeah what are where's r2 R2 is not in any single part of that trailer, and I watched it a few times to verify. Well, he's got to be in the movie, right? He's got to be, By, right? technically. I, he's definitely in the, tra- in the movie, yeah. but I feel like the fact that we don't see him tells me that he's probably huh. somewhere very special and important that we're right. not showing And it. if BB-8 and Dior are going on, on the adventure, I imagine mm-hmm. that they'll have all the slicing capabilities that R2 yeah. would have, so you might yeah. not... Might not need our yeah, two. Yeah, you got plenty adventure. of droids, but that's interesting. And in fact, yeah. that like we've seen maybe some rumors about C three PO like getting military and like doing. Yeah. There's a precedent for C three PO when it comes to like saving his buddy, yeah. like really going gorilla. Yeah, right. And yeah. also it looks like they're going to Endor, and we know that the Ewoks worship C three PO, so yeah. it could be a big pivotal plot moment think, there. Well, oh my God, that Endor proper, not the Forest Moon, but. Yeah, maybe he'd swing by. Well, he, it might be on the forest moon. We don't I mean, know for sure. But I, I mean, yeah, I there might be there, oceans there, on that moon. There, there, are, there? there are definitely bodies of water on that yeah. moon. I'm pretty sure in some of the shots right, from Return right. of the Jedi. Right. But in the trailer, we see when we see that that fragment of right. the, the Death Star, it, it, that's an ocean. It has tides. It's doing like things. Yeah. I did do a poll online and people did think it was the forest moon. They did. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well. I, I voted. I voted. Oh, you did? Okay, I great. There I was like five for, votes, but it was, it, was oh. a, it still happened. It I voted for Endor proper. Because um, I like that idea. Because I, I, I like Ewoks a lot. I yeah. don't need to see him in another movie, though. So I feel like if we go to Endor proper, no chance of Ewoks. What, is, what if it's a quick moment with the Ewoks uh, and, and Leia's involved, C-3PO's there, and, and that's kind of the send-off of Leia's, that she stays behind maybe on the Ewok with the Ewoks? I would I would die of nostalgia. Yeah, yeah that's pretty amazing. I would die of nostalgia. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like, if I saw an Ewok for, for real, I would be like, yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. my hair would go like, away. I want to make it clear. I, I would cheer. Be, I would start cheering. Yeah. Yeah, I have a feeling, though, we're not going to get that just because I think JJ is 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 being very careful about the nostalgia yeah. bombs, and I feel like the fact that we, we get a Death Star, but we get it in a way we weren't expecting is where yeah. he's trying to take it. JJ thing. strikes me as a hyper clean director. And yeah. like I feel like those lore bomb things, they're either a beat or they're not there. You know, like everything is very intentional. Like when he was, you have um, 
Finn digging through the Millennium Falcon, and he finds a you know a, a, a remote, yeah. and he finds the and they gra- the the air filter things. They yeah, put on. the breathing. You know, but those are like part of the story. It's not like something you just see right. in soft focus in the background. It's like intentional. Like, yeah, oh yeah. Whereas like, or you, it's not a quick pan oh. across um, Dryden Boss's office and you right. see a million things. Like, no. I don't think he's going to do that. So. No, I don't think so. I mean, the fact like you're right. They start the hollow chest board again, and it's in the exact yeah, same yeah. position it was at the end of yeah. like. Which that's weird, but um, yeah, it's 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 interesting. Like I feel like going back to talking about three um, P or R two for R2, a minute. Yeah, it's sure, just sorry. like that's Luke's droid, right? Yeah. And I feel like it's interesting that he's not there, and we don't know where Luke is. And so I just wonder if he is like where Luke Anakin's is. droid too. Yeah, yeah, right. It was Padme's droid. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was Bale's droid, and it was right. Leia's droid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. It could be there was um in Battlefront 2015, and sometimes there is synergy between those two EA games that happen. And um, and this uh, there was a, a Death Star level where you have to rescue R2D2. Oh, interesting. It was really cool, and you could be R2D2. Ooh, that's cool. Oh, that was really cool. And nice. it's like everything he did was like yeah. smoke screens and like the electrocute like um stuns mm-hmm. and uh and scanner. He was like super helpful. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I just it's interesting that he's not anywhere in the trailer, and I feel like it's intentional. Yeah. And I feel like it's not like yes, he's obviously going to be in the film. But I wonder if he's in a lot of pivotal scenes, and right. that's why they can't show him, or a lot of other things. Are going that's interesting because similar to R two, I couldn't get a good read on what Kylo is going to be doing in this movie Mm-mm. from that teaser. I, I honestly have no idea what Kylo is doing in this movie uh, from that teaser. You know, I just had a really out there sort of thought about R two. You mean we know that this is really? I, I think George has said this right, where it's like it's all from the point of view of these droids mm-hmm. that are just sort of watching it and they're recording it. Like, do we get a scene of like? R2 handing off his memories to someone at the end of episode 9. Maybe. Dio. <laughs> It'd be crazy. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that would be sort of yeah. sort of um, uh, Princess Bridey, and I sure. wouldn't want it to be like that. But well, um, To tie in these but, two ideas that we're talking about, maybe it does end on the Force Moon of Endor with, with 3PO and R2 finishing the story... Yeah, <laughs> telling the Ewoks the end of the yeah. Skywalker story. story. To the, yeah, to the they're end. like, you gotta tell us the end. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so funny. Yeah, after credits, that's the only time yeah. you should ever do the only Star Wars <laughs> after credits scene to be that right. at the end of this. It's getting wacky yeah. now, but an yeah. interesting, interesting mm-hmm. omission there with mm-hmm. R two. What about you guys? What are your thoughts? Haven't watched it a few more times. How many times have you watched it? Um, I I've watched it probably a dozen times yeah. so far. But um, I agree with you though. I think that a lot of what we saw in that teaser was from possibly the first act, and yeah. and maybe. Like the last act, or Leading maybe yeah. close to the third act, yeah, maybe. Yeah, third act, yeah. But um, definitely the first act stuff, and I think Endor happens right away. Mm. I think they find something in the the Death Star uh, hmm. at, in the kind of underwater throne room. I think they find some kind of message or something I think like that. With them every on a kind breath of, that Grant takes, he sprouts a new theory about this movie that's coming up. Yeah, which is a good thing. I'm, I love yeah. hearing it, but yeah. you're just like every time you're like, I think it's this, and like. Don't yeah. be fooled, people at home. Like he's got a lot of theories. <laughs> no, this is I have a lot, and this is this is not good information, but, you know, based on anything. But um, I feel like no, they could, they good, could find good something in that throne room that then leads them on a kind of yellow brick, brick road to mm-hmm. find the the secret of the emperor. You know, yeah, you know, yeah, something like that. I like it. I always assumed I it was going to yeah. be the 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 uh, climax was going to be inside the old broken down Death Star, but I like your idea better because then it kind of turns. It's, it's that nostalgia thing that JJ gets without being so specific. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. third act Death Star again. Like, wouldn't it be great first act Death Star? Like, that's yeah. such a creative way to do that. Yeah, yeah it it's, like a, it's a nice inversion of Return yeah. of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it, we'll start there. To give that feeling like now we're going beyond. Yes. Yep. Like, yeah, 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 yeah I like that a lot. Idea. 
Um, that'd be great. Yeah, I, I mean, I hope that's what we get. I'd love to see a yellow brick road. But I got this like, from Adam. I mean, he, right, you were the right. first one to, to speculate that this is probably just first act stuff. Yeah, kind of like, based yeah, off this... the Force Awakens teaser trailer. Right. right. Yeah. We'll see a lot of first acts yeah. on that. Yeah. We'll see. How we'll interesting see. would it be if like that whole scene with the with the tie racing at uh, at Ray is like one of the very first scenes in the film yeah. that establishes the relationship of Kylo and Ray. Like, how crazy would that be? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be important because <laughs> as soon as someone gets in that Tie Fighter, we're gonna know what the next scene is. Yeah, it's it's interesting, right? It's kind of that same. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those things. Are, mm. Okay, how is this gonna end? And I, I mean, I it was kind of a group discussion before the podcast started, but I have a new sneaking suspicion that. Um, it's not actually antagonistic that scene. It appears antagonistic at first. I think it's, I think it's her flipping into because I think Ben yeah, mentioned board it. boarding it, and I think they're boarding it to team up against something that she's basically he's basically picking her up as that plant's getting destroyed, or they have to get somewhere fast, or she needs a rescue or something. So, I mean, uh, I wouldn't put a team up out of the options because she uh, Ray says to Snoke in the Last Jedi that you you underestimate Skywalker, Ben Solo, and me. And I think that all three of them could be the the downfall of the Emperor and of the First Order. Yeah. I think that that scene could be paid, yeah. you know, Absolutely. homage. I definitely think she's boarding it. Yeah. Um, that that from the beginning it just makes sense. Like she could have taken a whack at it if she wanted to right. take it down. But it, I yeah. I mean, I, my first thought was that she was trying to, if she needed that that right. that ship to get off the planet and get to wherever mm-hmm. she needed to be, mm-hmm. she can't destroy it. So she would have to board it if it was the antagonist. Commandeer it. But yeah. I I like. I let you know, uh, Adam. I think you mentioned, or, or both of you mentioned the uh, the team up. The like, yeah, um, that would be really cool but, to see them. Like, okay, now we're off again. Just sort of, oh, actually, kind of like how it started, because there should be some some parallels to the Force Awakens too. So it was like we had Finn and Poe in a Tie Fighter together. Yeah, like it would be nice to have you know Raylo in a Tie Fighter together. Mm-hmm. You have to go do some awesome yeah. things, and it'd be really interesting if that. Like it starts, like it'd be amazing. Granny kind of hinted at this. Maybe that's the beginning, the opening scene of the film. That'd be nuts. Like yeah. we don't know. Like that would yeah. be the most amazing thing. Is like we don't know. Like up until that, up until it actually happens, is she attacking? Is she taking it over? Are they joining up? And like, I also realized that I was trying to think of all the possibilities in the three that we mentioned, which is basically her destroying it with the lightsaber, her boarding it to take it over, them teaming up. I'd be happy with any of those outcomes. <laughs> like yeah. if any of if I saw any of those three things happen on screen, I'm going to be very excited. The only thing I'd be unhappy with is yeah. if she misses the thing. And yeah, that's falls true. Off. That, yeah, that'd that's be true. kind yeah. of upset. Splats on the, on the like a <laughs> yeah. bug on the windshield. She just hits the windshield, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that would like, be unsatisfying. And then you know, credits roll. <laughs> credits roll. End of rebellion. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see the end part of that scene. And yeah, see what and they're that, doing. Yeah, that's yeah. incredible. I want them not to release another trailer. Yeah, that's what I would either. love. It's I don't just, want to know anymore. Just this mm-hmm. is the trailer. And I feel like Endgame has been kind of doing it. They released two trailers to Endgame yeah. Yeah. and showed very little in both. So I hope they just release one more trailer and it all equally shows yeah. very little. They don't have much time. Just set the mm-hmm. tone. They yeah. can just show this in front of all the movies and then like just like yep. some like, like, you know, just the title. Yeah. You know, or, or you know, yeah. yeah. Just cut this one up into smaller units and it's fine. That's like, We've learned plenty. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That, that, Shot of Leia and Ray always chokes me up now. Every oh, time I watch yeah. it, I'm like, wow, there's just Heck real yeah. emotion in that scene. Yeah. It's powerful. Yeah. It's well, really which cool. is amazing because it was shot it, it, yeah. it, during episode seven. Like that scene was shot. So and again, it, so. it looks like Endor. I mean, it looks like it was Takadana footage. It's just going to Endor. That's, That's all. I guess there's like a lot of me. digital removing and dropping in <laughs> ferns, areas. A lot of they ferns. Gonna, like, uh, they weren't going to digitally manipulate Leia. I think they probably manipulated everything surrounding uh-huh. them. Yeah, they just, she just wrote, they wrote a scout out where they were. Yeah. It looked like not Dakar or like wherever they are. Yeah. 
but it does look very Endor. Yeah. yeah. I'm not on board, but okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Or or, or Endor proper. I mean, yeah, or Endor proper. There's yeah. like a part of me that feels like they are going to sort of touch on some of these former planets as some nostalgia thing. Yeah. But as like a basic rule, I'd much rather see. New I agree. Planets. I agree. It would, like, like, oh, we're going to see Tatooine and Jakku and Endor now? Like, I. I don't know. I want to see. I want to see some new spaces. No, I it's agree. One legacy planet at most. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and it just doesn't and Tatooine. Then. I mean, it's it's. <laughs> well, I, we need I, Tatooine. I also think that end. like these planets should have multiple biomes. It's a little cheesy when every planet is a single it's biome. True. I mean, and like the forest planet of and forest moon of Endor. It's big. I don't know, but maybe shouldn't it just be a forest moon? Because doesn't forest moon of Endor signify a single biome? I, yeah, I mean, I have less of a problem with it being a single... I mean, also, Star Wars is the the series of single biome planets, right? Like, everything's... Like, like yeah, Tatooine that's, is a desert which, planet. Like, that's a so, different thing that grinds my gears. Like, it's kind of cute. I, I like the cheat. Fine. I don't mind the cheat. But it's yeah. like... But it's because it's fancy, not right. science fiction, right? Right. So it's just like... Yeah. So I agree. I feel like it doesn't... Every time I see that, I never think Endor. Yeah. Like, but I... but we've been trying to piece together and that's why i really like yeah. the i like it if it's, if it's endor proper then yeah i like that that's cool yeah but not the forest i agree i hope it's neither endor yeah I, yeah i just hope it's not um could be there could be other moons yeah. it's true. as well that actually could be yeah. i i digress though sorry i don't mean the to ocean moon points <laughs> well <Yes>. so speaking <laughs> that ocean was that underwater so the the thing i've only seen this um this trailer three times four times maybe Oof, fired yeah. I know. No, well, no, no. I, I like to keep it it's, fresh. Like I think good. about yeah. it. You know, yeah, like I, I'm not going to straight. Right. Yeah. I don't want to nail it in the ground. I don't know. It's, it's yeah, what no, I know. No, no. Yeah. But um, so you, I was just pointed out the ship that is mm-hmm. seen. Is that in darkness or is that underwater in that scene? I it's, think it's darkness. right after this Christmas. Oh yeah, no, that's a planet. That's yeah, the atmosphere. Planet. That's yeah, coming down from the sky. So is it looks very much like the ship. In the Force Awakens, yeah, yes. there's been a lot of stuff online about that, that. Yeah. and I don't. I mean, it's it might be one of those yeah. things where it's just like power suggestion right. and the and, ship that was to, to be clear, the ship that was yes. escaping the Force Awakens yeah. that that left um, Ray behind that we presume her left Ray yeah. behind, yeah, at yeah. least the one she's pining for is she's yeah. you know in her flesh yeah. left Ray behind Ray. with Uncle Plot, right? Yeah, so we gotta like always keep that in the cards, like who would leave her with him, you, you know, know, like Uncle Plot, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's kind of. I, I don't know filthy drunk traders. I, <laughs> I mean, it's because otherwise like that. that's yeah. real bad. Yeah. This is this is another thing Grant and I were talking about off like when you know the the the, the parental uh, prowess of Ankar Plot is just something we talk about know. on the yeah. download. But I, I mean, I did mention like he probably is the richest person in that town, right? Sure. Like of all the people you're going to leave yeah. someone with, it's like, well, he likes money. He's not going to, you know, he's not some scumbag. Maybe he was he paid well to watch over. Yeah, he, has, he, has, he controls all the food, so sure. she'll probably be fed. Yep. Know. Yep. But I mean, like prior generation left with a king and a queen or left with uh, at least a couple of, of farmers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. To then the following generation left to a drunk, left yeah. to a, a kind of a mogul who... Um, yeah, I don't know. Without, housing, without housing, she basically hires, has to make her own later like hires hobble thugs to nearly kill her to try to get the droid. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, nah, yeah, 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 not the like, best. Why not just give her to Watto? Like, why Care not just make her a slave to someone? Right. Oh God. Yeah. He, he, he is like Watto two point though, yeah, in a weird yeah, way. Yeah. But um, yeah. Do you guys want to just jump around the table as we finish our discussion about yeah. this teaser and just talk about like new ideas or theories based on what we saw? I kind of hit on mine. Oh, you did. Sorry, just to back up, he was. They wasn't left there as a parental thing. They were sold. He, she was sold. Sold according to according to Kylo. Kylo, yeah. 
Yeah. Or maybe it's, it's, I don't which trust is, maybe Kylo's she, I don't trust either at all. But yeah. she, you're right. So she could maybe she wasn't sold. She was just like, but I don't oh, like. She thinks she was sold because that's what someone would do. Yeah. Uh, it's tough. Right, There's no easy sorry, answer. Sorry, sorry. No, no, that's Again, what we do. I digress. Yeah, it's our speciality. Um, so Palpatine. I mean, this is like the biggest oh, sure. thing right. to discuss. Like Palpatine's back. Uh, I just sent you guys that that last page in the Book of the Sith. Yeah, <laughs> like the, the you know that. Yes, the I had Jedi not read Path and Book of the Sith. Yeah, kind of. I've been working through the Jedi Path just right, cool. very slowly <laughs> because it's really. It, I bought it on Kindle and it does not translate well to Kindle. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I actually need these things in um, hardcover. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so this. Do you want to explain what was on this uh, this page? Yeah, it was basically just an omission that he he, he plans to live forever. I mean, he's going to. Or I, yeah. he he makes a statement in that last page that he's going to live forever, and he you know he can he's he has eternity to think about you know the, the his philosophies, whereas Vader died in that one moment in the right. throne room. So it's like he he definitely cloned himself. Like he he yeah yeah it's very specific. Yeah, yeah. he's like I yeah. have he's like people don't understand the mind. The mind can leave the body. You know, the body dies, but the mind survives. Yeah. He's like, I have created a clone out of my DNA that I will move my mind into as soon as my body yeah, yeah. dies. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Like the transfer of consciousness yeah. is like it sh- mentioned. It should be noted that yeah. this is not a canon book. The the Path of the Jedi and the Sith. I guess it is not a canon not book. Canon. Yeah. But it's like an oddly specific thing to say. Yeah. Right. And, yeah, and very interesting. Yeah, we know what the force projection was taken from the Jedi path, yeah. right? Like that's where Ryan got the idea. Right. So, I have to say, I would prefer if it was just a robotic, like messenger, like a droid. Yeah. yeah, like one of those messenger droids from Aftermath. Yeah, and um, and I mean, Battlefront. Right. Those are probably the three options: is clone, force ghost, uh, message. Right. Right. Yeah. Force ghost would be an outlier too, because it's there shouldn't be any. Dark, there'd be that'd be pretty monumental if there was dark side force. But ghosts. but as we talked about, Darth Bane in um. Oh right, but he was sort of not really a force. Like he was a force ghost, but he was sort of trapped on Earth. Like, right, which is why I thought he's trapped uh, trapped in the Death Star. Right, this, so there, there will okay, definitely okay, be okay, ambient okay, like okay. whispering when they yeah. when they go into the Death Star. I'm wreckage. going full haunted house. That's my theory. But um, I don't think he's going to appear in that haunted in that haunted area. If, yeah. he, if it is, I think you will get the the, the kind of ominous tones and, mm-hmm. and ambient whispering, like I've said, and like chanting and things A like that. But I back do... to the Emperor's theme music would be so cool. Yeah, but I don't think you see. You think you see him in that moment? I or? do. I think you get full haunted house. Full oh wow! Okay. Full. That's full underwater. Possibly, but then not all that's underwater. Like we don't know where that's. Yeah, they might. Yeah, yeah. It is depicted as being underwater in the Force Awakens art book, but they could always change that. It's an art book. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, but if from two episodes, she's going there. She's going for a relic or like some sort of or ghost or something, right? If if he's like a fully functional and healthy person, he's not kicking around his old chair. But I don't think he's fully functional. Whatever. That's my point. Yeah. What if What if they discover the kind of the most sensitive. plans or uh missions mission data for the contingency plan where mm-hmm. it's like the most mm-hmm. sensitive like for the, the high command you know like something that maybe not even uh ray sloan and brendel hucks knew about but maybe right. this is kind of inside baseball but if you've read the aftermath books we know that gallius rax and yuptachu yeah. who were the, i guess the the closest officials to palpatine yeah you can see died. The pencil. Yeah. yeah yeah and they yeah these are people that are have been tasked to to carry on his the next phase of the empire which right. Right. you know this isn't much of a spoiler but i guess it is the 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 
You should read Aftermath if you haven't. Like All of those books are actually fantastic. Point, yeah. So like, yeah, but they uh, is the uh, the emperor wanted to clear the board like it's a chessboard yep. or hollow chess or whatever they said. Yeah. You know, and he wanted to take both sides. So he wanted to take out the rebellion and the empire and start a right. new Which, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But there's also reason to believe there was another secret message can you know sent to someone else, maybe Snoke. You know, maybe right. you know Thrawn. Yeah. Somehow, and and I would love. I mean, this is what you're saying. Right. Is like you know, it'd be great if that's what is fueling the first order. Right? So if that yeah. super secret plan right. is discovered, you know, as a hollow, you know, on a hollow message right. in the Death Star, the wreckage of the Death Star, and that leads our ensemble on this grand adventure. Like that's yeah. fantastic. Like it's, that would be yeah. great. Maybe it shows them how to stop the, yeah. the first order, or where then where what planet the first order occupies in the unknown regions, mm-hmm. or if you know. Uh, there's even another the empire still exists and the first order is just another extension or another faction that's kind of they look so much alike it would make a lot of sense if this was like okay empire 2.0 is going to be the first order and this is how it's going to be designed and you know these are the people that are going to run it and i'll be back and yeah yeah interesting yeah but um so i i mean i i kind of think the clone option is the the way they're going yeah i wouldn't be surprised the young clone yeah. and we're gonna see the yeah like matt smith, matt smith. i think yeah. matt smith yeah. that would be great <laughs> yeah. yeah i think that i think the heroes will i think you mean I, i'm not matt i'm not in the movie smith yeah matt i'm totally not in the movie yeah i think but the hero, heroes will eventually, <laughs> i think they'll eventually get to a planet that might be like almost like a paradise planet in the unknown regions yeah. where yeah. matt smith is like a young pelps and he's just like eating grapes <laughs> Hanging up by a waterfall or something. That's very yeah. Star Trek. Is he still <laughs> running the galaxy from there? Or I think so. I think so. Or is he yeah. just like retired? Well, this is this is where my new theory comes. My new theory uh, evolves from this exact idea, which is that um, uh, I feel like the first order have been abducting force sensitives and harvesting them to like uh, support these clones for the emperor, mm-hmm. like these, these vessels. I feel like maybe they're unstable. Like transferring them, the emperor, as we talked about in the book of the Sith, like transferring the, that consciousness, consciousness is very difficult, and it might yeah. be unstable. Right? He might be unstable. He blew up into like a, a plume of fire. You know, what I mean, like he right. might be just an unstable yeah. thing at this point. Yeah. And it takes you know force sensitives to do that. That's why you have characters like Finn who were abducted from their homesteads and and yeah. sent into the stormtrooper program, things like that. It's like yeah. maybe the first order is just trying to find all these children, you know, gauging their how force sensitive they are and if they're they're worth harvesting mm. to support the Emperor's clones or if they're worth putting mm. putting into the stormtrooper program. It's all part of the same kind of abduction of children or people process yeah. that they've been doing. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's a little out there. I mean and some of this is being fed by a, a rumor, which is just a rumor, but what, what what rumor? Was the uh that there is a super weapon in the new movie called the Jedi Eater. Which yeah. would, that's right. We heard that this. Like maybe yeah. that's that's what this machine is. Yeah, which would be interesting if it's not like a quote unquote super weapon, but it is a like a giant machine or something. Yeah. Yeah, like, and and because we've been talking about, ba- and I talked with you about this, Adam. We've been talking about balance for the longest time as fans, yeah. and I was thinking to myself, what what does a gross like imbalance of the force look like? And I think it would be like the sacrificing of all these force, these innocent force sensitive people. That would be yeah. that would be the gross imbalance that needs to correction, right? And that's why right. Ray is born. That's kind of like the force awakening. Right? Yeah, Becoming exactly. Conscious of of itself in a weird way, in a metaphysical yeah. way. Right, and just and each each time there's been a giant crisis in the galaxy, it's always really just been the emperor and yeah. then a chosen one. <laughs> right, and so now it's just the emperor and the new chosen one, and it's kind of just a continuation of yeah. What that we sort love. of makes me. I mean, yes, I, I think I'd like to see something different than that mm-hmm. too. That's why, I like, I mean, just a little mention of the emperor and him sort of maybe pushing yep. these wheels, you know, machines of war, would be mm-hmm. cool to me. But I'd rather there be like 
there's Snoke, there's someone pure to Snoke, there's like this, you know, some major force in the outer regions, and then and yeah. and Kylo is a supreme leader, but there's got to be some gravity to it. Yeah, I want minimum yeah. Emperor screen time. Yeah. 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 That's it's so interesting because I don't know what Kylo's doing in this movie. I would like him to be the supreme leader, you know, from the get go and be yeah. in control of the first order. Yeah. And I mean, Palpatine's just get a scene of him charging fighting, with with um stormtroopers, right? So mm-hmm. yeah. at least at fighting some point. through a forest, looking good at what he's doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, which doesn't really strike me as supreme leader, it strikes me more like you know, Darth Vader yeah. sort of yeah. mad dog. But I think he's a doer. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like, I yeah. feel like we talked about this in a few episodes ago where I feel like, yeah, he might still be Supreme Leader, but he's on the ground and he has a mm. big cadre of people around him yeah. that does the daily whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's like, I'm still going to go yeah. lead the I'm charge. I'm still the best fighter and this is yeah. why I'm the, yeah. the, the leader of the Knights of Ren. Yeah. Um, I have to, one of my earliest sort of like impressions, like things that really stayed with me about these movies is I, I loved how Darth Vader was always on the front lines. Yeah. I love like he yeah. just didn't yep. care. He like, he was, a, he was a leader, but he was right there with a the, like Vanguard. And I just thought that was great. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And threatening. I mean, he was oh, yeah. going to be yeah. at the scene of the crime. Unstoppable <laughs> force. Like, just no, yeah, no Fs, just like ready to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I don't really know what Kylo is going to be doing in this film, so I'm excited to see. But uh, I don't know what anyone's going to be doing yeah. in this film. I'm right. so excited. Like, I was talking to Grant a little bit about this, mm-hmm. where I feel like we had talked about the fact prior to the trailer, I had mentioned the idea of like, well, once you see the trailer, it's going to start, you know, chopping off certain roots or certain things that could happen. And I feel like the trailer did the exact opposite of that, <laughs> mm-hmm. where I, I have less idea what this movie's about than I did before the trailer, which is awesome. It's exactly what I want out of this mm-hmm. trailer. So, yeah. Yeah. I like how mysterious it is. And JJ is just known for that as well. So it's like yeah. every time he releases a teaser, it's just, it asks so many questions. And it's exciting to speculate about yeah. those questions. Yeah. And I feel like I'm back in the loop of speculating, which is so fun. And mm-hmm. I, I really love doing it. Yeah, I mean, it, it. Yeah, it's a heuristic, and I have to say, being around Grant in the week after this has been like he is reborn, a new man. Yeah, visions every evening. It's yeah, yeah, just like it's just yeah. an endless font of um, ideas. I still um, think Raider. I'm still hashtag Raider people. So if you want to jump on on the bandwagon, plenty of room. The hashtags the out there. Reincarnation of Vader. Um, Ray bandwagon. Should we start a hashtag Nader, which is like Nay to Raider, like Nader, <laughs> not not Ralph Nader, no, not not, not yeah, yeah, not Ralph Nader. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, all the breathing. I mean, she's breathing at the beginning of this trailer. Oh my god, she's breathing. She's, she's breathing. breathing. Luke tells her. Ju- Luke tells her to just breathe in yeah. the second tra- in the film for the trailer for the second film. Raider and then I think confirmed. Moz tells her to hashtag stop to breathe when she finds a lightsaber and she's panicking. Yeah. It makes me think that maybe there's a connection to Vader's breathing, and she's kind of remembering that as she has these kind of glimpses into the Force and things like Vader that. Vader does have pronounced feet breathing. breathing. The breathing true. is pronounced yeah, confirmed. in the films. <laughs> Lots of breathing. Lots of breathing. But Finn Sorry. breathes heavily in like the first uh, trailer. You, so you that's, see. To, to me, so. that's what they're so that's, <laughs> happening. So that destroys that's that a, theory. But that's whatever. a parallel to the first <laughs> scene in the o tra- teaser trailer of Force Awakens, right? Because we get Finn in yeah. the desert planet. Yeah. Heaving. And, 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 yeah. <laughs> and um, the last chapter. I, there's heavy breathing too. I don't know what it is, but yeah. it's confirmed. Someone else already wrote this. Well, <laughs> high, yeah. yeah. Anything high octane is a lot of people. Mm. Right. Um, yeah, cool. So I'm still, right. I'm still in that camp. Let's move on to the next topic. You'll be in that camp until December 25th. That's true. That's right. I can't wait to hear all the like Until the day after. You'll still be in that camp even after it doesn't happen on the 20th. <laughs> I mean, I'll be mad that it didn't happen and <laughs> yeah. just troll for like three years yeah. after the film releases. You'd be like, Stupid no reincarnation. <laughs> I would not do that, but 
I know. Well, well, I, hey, I hope all of your um, dreams come true. Yes. Um, <laughs> Mandalor- Mandalorian. Adam doesn't as much. Sorry. Um, everything but that one. Uh, Mandalorian. Yeah. Mandalorian. Dude, yes. I can't get more amped for this show. Yeah. I'm so amped that they made this show. Yeah. I didn't even like. I I knew it was gonna be awesome, but then they're like, when it was confirmed. Seeing IG88 mm-hmm. like blowing people away, I'm looking mm-hmm. at him right now. Maybe you're in <laughs> Black Series figuring for him. Um, oh, we have Black Series figures here, people. It's, yeah, we have yeah, they, they just Boston. released uh, the re released the first series again in, in a vintage. I can't remember they referred to them as vintage or something like that, but yeah. it's uh, so you don't get the nice packaging, but you get the figures. So if you're a collector like me who likes to take the toys out of the box, yeah, it's a great deal. And I always talked about wanting to collect the bounty hunters, and I went to my local store and of are. course, they had two of them. I got Bosk and IG88 standing in front of me. They look amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and yeah. remind me of the aesthetic of the show. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I, I knew it was going to be good, the bad, and the ugly, but I didn't really think we'd get a lot of cameos. But this no. is like, yeah. I mean, they're cameos for us because we're like, oh, Bosk, yeah. Forlom, you know, Zuckus. Like, we didn't see Zuckus, I don't think, but, he, but he's reported he's to be in this show. Be right. There. Dengar. We're going to see oh, Dengar. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. He'd be wicked old, but yeah. maybe not. Um, Dengar. Um, yeah, so, so then, hey, hey. Um, I like Dengar. I, don't I like Dengar. Fine. Yeah, yeah. I like <laughs> the Mummy too. It's a great movie. Can we move on? So uh, <laughs> he's making people take dirt naps, right? He's handing out dirt naps. Yeah. That's all he does. Yeah, yeah. By boring people to sleep. Oh. So um, <laughs> savage. Where's DLT nineteen? You know, whatever. Um, he has a, anyway. He's like a foppish British accent when they have him in uh, in the Clone Wars. I guess you had to play Battlefront 2015. Right, he was so. kind Fair of enough. his character was kind of amazing in that, and his voice acting was like so great. He was like this more like um, mm-hmm. brutish, swaggery right. dude that was just like, oh man, I'm naps. And he's just like we talked about this for ten accent. minutes last week. Or yeah. like two we weeks ago. After <laughs> Sorry, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, but I'm hoping the Mandalorian right. redeems him for me and anyone right. else who loves him. I hope they continue to make you like a boring character. So, um, <sighs> but it, 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 it looks, all right. So moving on, the Mandalorian yeah. looks saccharine looks sweet with yeah. like if you oh, love. Yeah. Uh, aliens if you love mm-hmm. new planets mm-hmm. um, this is your thing like if yeah. you have scoundrels and it's like I mean just those two factors let alone that it's like you know good the bad and the ugly in yeah. space with what all if these Dengar was Ray Winstone would you like Dengar no oh, I'm, I'm Dengar that would be the perfect guy <laughs> alright yeah it's better it's still Dengar uh, so <laughs> it can be done just cause he doesn't have a robotic <laughs> arms or a giant lizard. Forward to like November thirteenth through our next tape. I'm like, all right, Dengar's pretty cool. Yeah, um, yeah. So if you if there was a Dengar figurine, it would be sitting in front of. Or me. yes, I have to collect him because he's part of the bounty hunters. It's gonna be begrudgingly sitting, standing in the back of all the rest of my, right. my cubby hole in my. It's okay. Office. He'll be dead. He'll be dead. By you, so yeah. someone snapped a still during the BTS reel. Oh. And you do see a Trandoshan, and it does look like oh Bosk. Oh, there's 100% going to be a Bosk, right? Because he's been... <laughs> Popularized. Yeah, he's of all the bounty hunters, the one we probably see the most other than Boba Fett, right? Like, he yeah. has the most screen time yeah. in the Clone Wars cartoon. He gets a lot of, lots of play. A lot of... 
Yeah. And so. they must have an, I mean, Trandoshans like Wookiees must have an extended lifespan, right? Like, yeah. I, I, I imagine. So. Yeah. Like, yeah, Rept- actually, oh, Battlefront confirmed because he's, uh, Bosk is a. I mean, but we're not talking about, guys, forget, we're talking, too. what, five years after? That's right. It's so like we're talking right after Return of the Jedi. S- what, six years after we see them yeah. in Empire? So they're not, uh, that's they're not a good that point. old. I know, it's all the timeline. Well, no, it's six years after. Right, which is like uh, two years, so eight years after we see them. I was going to say seven, but that's. That's Master and Apprentice is seven years before the Phantom Menace. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. Not six. I think you're right. right. Six after Return of the Jedi. Oh, I have a question about Master and Apprentice, but we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. There's um, an age thing with Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Twenty four. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> pause on that. We'll come back to yeah. that in a segment or two. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks amazing. I I'm blown away by the what I've seen as well. Like it, it's they're spending that ten million dollars an episode. Very well, which yeah. makes me think they're spending mm-hmm. a lot more in ten dollars an episode. But it's Lucasfilm hiding money in certain things, like shunting money from one area right. to another, doing some creative, right. uh, um, you know, bookkeeping with that because it looks like a really expensive show. Yeah, it looks yeah, it looks like yeah. It. And it's kind of continuing that that Verite cinematography that we saw in Rogue One, that kind of like mm. oh yeah, uh, hyper real kind of yeah. war footage look yep. that uh, Greg Greg Fraser, I believe, is the DP who was the oh, DP okay. of Rogue One, oh, really? now the DP of the Mandalorian. Okay. So that's why it looks. Very similar. They're going to keep him yeah. busy. And it looks awesome. Like, Blaster well. fights look yeah. awesome. They look awesome. No. Oh, so good. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing is they're, they're what they're doing um, with the special effects is very practical, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so blasters seem really high tech, but I'm guessing from like a visual yeah. standpoint, it's not the hardest thing to do on television to, to make right. a blaster, right? Either right. Way, to, to add that after effect on. Right. So you just need that in a, in a, a squib, basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, John Favreau mentioned that you know they're using the latest technology, like they're using you know graphics cards and uh, VR planning, and yeah. we know that yeah. Nvidia just teamed up with the ASC, um, the American Society of Cinematographers. So we know that like graphics cards and computer technology are being brought into capturing yeah. things in camera yeah. now. Yeah. And I feel like uh, when he, I feel like at Lucasfilm, I imagine people are just designing planets so that when you're on set, you can just throw on a VR headset and see. The actual oh, yeah. background behind the characters, mm-hmm. and then do your framing just after that. Yeah, wow, and um, that's interesting. And then they can shoot things much faster that way too. If people are just creating these these backgrounds that can be yeah. projected, hmm. you know, it's an interesting thought, man. Yeah, but uh, really and so it just streamlines the process. They can just do it much yeah. faster. And, and he yeah. showed off some of the models and things like that, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. The kind of practical stuff going yeah. on yeah. as well. I can't wait, and it's it's. I'm still getting over my frustration that it didn't decide not to show the footage to those of us who didn't pay to go see it but but we I, saw it anyways. we saw it anyway we it's achieved coming. anyway we're still gonna see it and and it'll be probably be looking even better because my guess oh, is yeah. they are gonna clean it up even more and that they're gonna do more after effects with it so i i just i mean even if it even if what they showed us is the final product i'm still on board it i'm super happy great. with that look it looks awesome yeah, yeah I, I love this cast me too i it's love i love Werner Herzog. Werner Herzog is this like disaffected oh, ex-imperial yeah. oh. it's like the coolest thing ever it's so cool it's it, i love it yeah. i mean basically um, you can take his speech and anytime he says empire add exchange the word out for the word nature mm. and yeah. that's basically Werner Herzog just talking about the world <laughs> in general. Yeah. it's it's like one of the yeah. best scenes i've seen in star wars in a long time yeah really yeah it's like awesome dialogue scene um gene carlo esposito yeah he's i mean he's just oh. always great he's Carl's always right there all i mean they're all ringers that's like yeah. oh man we we're so lucky yeah. carl what like, carl weathers is having a heyday after that trailer released he's uh, all over twitter just uh, all over the star wars LA. Well, he, i mean <laughs> he looks like an awesome character he does yeah he, does. he lives a character um uh, welcome uh, to the family uh, carl yeah <laughs> 
On a somewhat related note, I, had, I you know they had talked more about the Cassian Andor series, and I just have a couple things I want to say very quickly about that. Which oh, is, really um, cool. You know, and I think most of the stuff came out beforehand, but we know that K2SO is coming back, and we're going to Alan Tudyk's there. Um, but the producer is um, Stephen uh, Schiff, um, who produced for the Americans. Oh yes. And my wife and I are, are going back through the Americans because I watched the first How five seasons. It? She's watched the first season. We have binged the first season in three nights wow um granted they're 12 episodes but it's just so good and i forgot how that show at least through the first five seasons and what i've been confirmed from others through all seven is it gets better and better with every season Great. and i just every time i'm watching that i'm like taking the, the situations and going okay so that's the <laughs> the russians of the empires the americans mm-hmm. oh, the, wow. the rebellion and 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 that guy is Cassian Andor and like placing yeah. the stuff in and it slots in so well and I'm yeah. so excited for the show. That, this, is, this is what makes me think uh, Benny Apple and Weiss are doing like a Game of Thrones yeah. TV you, series. You go with what you know, like, right? Like, go with what you know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So if you're going to trans- transfer the American, the style mm-hmm. of the Americans yeah. to uh, the Star Wars galaxy, right. that yeah. works perfectly. It works perfectly. Yeah. So is Game of Thrones. Yeah. Swap yeah. out dragons, put in aliens, you're good. Yeah, yeah so. it works perfectly. That's all I want to say. I just kind of noticed that when I've just been, we just started rewatching it naturally and I'm like, that's right, this is the guy who's doing the, yeah. the casting indoor show. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. So Great. I just, so good things to come there. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? We got uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, let's jump into Jedi Any Fallen Order. Yeah, follow up thoughts about that. I'm excited. Uh, That's just, all I got. Can I play it yet? I know, right? Like it's going to be a long several months. Yeah. Um, nothing else. I had, haven't really dug up any new information on that one. Uh, Grant, you had some ideas yeah, did, about I gameplay, did, which were I did good. hear that um, when Stig Asmussen was talking about the game, uh, he he was asked whether or not it had stealth mechanics, and he said no. Yeah. And I found that kind of interesting because I was like, oh, yeah. this is a time just after the purge or during the purge and and yeah. whole thing trying is stealth, to, right? Right. Yeah, trying the to whole thing is stealth. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, is this not open world? Are you not going to be in public areas with yeah. the NPCs well, roaming around? And are you not trying to remain inconspicuous and, and hide amongst crowds and things like that? Like, like Assassin's Creed has this sort scene, of system. But there's yeah. even Hitman a scene has this system. in what they showed us in the preview of him seeing the second sister and the purge troopers in a crowd. Yeah. There's a scene of yeah. that happening. Or looking I, just like um, oh, uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, like, where I'm yeah. like, and granted, it's it's cutscenes, right? But still, yeah. like, you would think that would naturally then transition into yeah. you have to evade being seen by these right. characters. Well, there might be sightlines and view cones, mm-hmm. and you might just get spotted, but I'm, I was, I'm hopeful that you can duck, hide, you know. Yeah. Uh, Wear a cloak. Put, throw a hood over your yeah. head, face yeah. to hide your face. Like, things like mm-hmm. that. I mean, like, I don't. Yeah, if you weren't doing that, what are you doing? Because you're, you're just not fighting the whole thing. You're just yeah, avoiding right? that they're. they're their path. It basically. says melee combat. But from a canon standpoint, that's really weird, right? That you suddenly have a Jedi in the world again, flailing around and kicking butt. If constantly. he's just straight yeah. up on the run, you know, like oh, you got to get here, and yeah, you know, that's true. You're constantly yeah. being bombarded by purge troopers and the Empire. Like it'd just be like one, one getaway chase. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be kind of strange. That would be more fun and just be able to, yeah, try to execute missions. Yeah, to, you know, push ahead some goal. Well, it has a great mechanic would be built in as they talked a bit about if it was this right where you're trying to avoid and you get detected, that's when the purge troopers get mm-hmm. called in. And if you right. kill too many purge troopers, it's just like what they do with Assassin's yeah. Creed. Well, it's like Grand Theft Then the second well. sister shows up and then you're toast because you can't beat the second yeah. sister until like, right. the very end yeah. of the game, right? Like that's like the Assassin's Creed have those like those roaming. Yep. Especially Odyssey had that yeah. exact system where if mm. you had caused enough trouble and you had this, yeah, you would. 
your, your wanted level would grow. Right, exactly. I don't know what, the, what it was called, label yeah, of that yeah, game, yeah. but it's basically your wanted level, similar yeah. to Grand Theft Auto. But yeah, it'd be fun if you're traveling yeah. different different planets, different, yeah. traveling to different planets, and say if you use the Force, you use your lightsaber, your wanted level goes up, and it's, it's semi-permanent because... Yeah. You've been seen using the force, yeah. and then it, it only goes so down you, after you've defeated an right. uh, uh, inquisitor, someone who's, you know. Uh, so you can't just yeah. willy nilly use the force. It's this very calculated yes. decision yeah, because yeah. you know using it's going to make you more yeah. likely to be seen. Yeah. And, like, maybe the next uh, Star Wars game will do. Yeah, we'll this seems like a linear, like, let's get, to the, let's get to the bosses kind of yeah. game. Yeah. That's what this yeah. seems like. Yeah, I mean, which is frankly more my speed like, I'll, be, I like I'll have sort a ton of like, fun with it yeah. Yeah. I want to I want to rank up I want to get yeah. ill like skills Agreed. and I want to use them willy nilly on everyone <laughs> that comes in front of me right. I think yeah. that's, that was the pl- in the plan if that's the, the game that comes out I'm happy right. yeah. like I'll, I'll play that game no problem because right. to be honest like Assassin's Creed um, I spend a lot of time wanted and I spend yeah. a ton of time mm-hmm. not just hiding because <laughs> right. I know my skill level I can just kill anyone who comes near me so it's just right. like Right, exactly. Yeah. It's, that's when it gets fun, yeah. and you're just yeah. like, "Oh, you're you're in my way right now." Mm-hmm. Not, not even. Um, but I 100 yeah. percent agree that they should be doing a, like a melee action game instead of a stealth action yeah. game because you want to nail down those lightsaber controls. As yeah. as Lucasfilm, you want to find you want to nail refine and nail down lightsaber combat so you can prove to the world that it is the most fun you can have playing right. a video game, which yeah. is, is totally the, in the cards the potential. And you know, I, I jokingly said earlier, but hopefully, the plan is that you know. They're like, yeah, we're going to make that game too, right? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. why, we could make that game as well. Like, why right. not just make all these right. different types of games in the Star Wars universe? And, well, I hope you know, I hope they hand it back to Bioware when we get KOTOR 3 yeah, proper. Yeah, and yeah. then... Oh, I heard a rumor about that. Actually, Kathleen spoke to that, actually. Well, she, she spoke said, about Knights of the Old Republic like, in general, like a yeah, she series like, movie. She's like, we talk about Knights of the Old Republic all the time. Yeah, this yeah. is like last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, she's like, we, you know, we're actually. I think it's. It sounded like they were in like search committee. I thing. wouldn't like, be surprised because uh, right they now. like money, right? And I don't even mean that in a negative way, but they do, yeah, and they, they like and them. they like their and they want to they want to please their fans and not Is in it, a yeah. not in a way that's that ruins the brand, but they know what fans want. Is it like the most successful in like, yeah, as far as like huge. downloads or sales? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's yeah, and it doesn't affect canon at all. So like, why wouldn't you? Right. It, you know. Yeah. Yeah, just adopt it in. It's good stuff. Yeah, and it's it could be something you could build off of for you know make a mm-hmm. cannon and then like there's you know then you've got Revan and all these guys that like. Well, I mean, do do you use Malak and Revan? Like, do you do the night the original story that was written at Bioware? Do you do that story or do you do something different? If I was That's Disney, probably what they're talking yes, about right now because exactly. you you do an update of those games. Yeah. You you update them to PS four, I mm. guess five at the whatever the next ps1 is yeah, whenever yeah. it comes do out do you canonize the old ones or do you make say that like that didn't happen but this i think did you happen, canonize and you, you just re-update, rewrite you the story and you sell them no because you just redo them you, you upgrade them like you do with mm-hmm. like they with a lot of the other ones you sell it and then you sell the next three yeah. so you get you get you know two dips what's That's, interesting about that interview you were talking about is that um kathleen said that she's sitting down with dan dave and ryan and talking about the next 10 years of star wars and where they're going to go next and kind of figuring things out with all three of them uh, which is really interesting dave filoni ryan johnson and no no dan. uh dan db weiss um oh dave oh, Fetty uh, Alpha weiss. yeah betty alpha weiss dave and, Fetty ryan. and ryan johnson all together okay. and talking about the future of star wars so i'm wondering if all three of them make the next trilogy together and mm-hmm. it's not so disjointed like we're thinking it is. we have spoken about how collaborations are better um, in the past, yeah. or are good in the, yeah, it seemed to be working for them. Yeah, definitely. That would be a great. That'd be. I mean, that would be be a lot of cooks. Yeah, but I mean, you all know, of them. Why seem to have their balance? Yeah, Star Wars has to be handled with care, so you want almost like a council to be handling mm-hmm. the, the future of that storytelling. And so when the story, oh, so you think maybe to, they're all discussing discussing the story together. Yes, together yeah. in the future, and yep. they're like, "I'll take this, and you take that." Sure. Yeah. Now I understand what you're saying. That uh, that sounds awesome. 
Yeah. So Jedi Fallen Order. Not much. Not much. Not much else to say about that. Yeah. 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 I don't. Yeah. No. She's very excited. Um, yep. Clone Wars. Clone Wars too. Yeah. Clone Wars come back. Yeah. Took me a while to um, see that uh, that um, trailer and probably the best. Tra- I mean, I know you guys love the, the trailer, but like pretty amazing trailer for this thing. Like, mm-hmm. It was at the most epic. It was like the new season intercut with like the highlights yeah. of the first six seasons um, of the show, and it was just like epic, 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 yeah. epic. Mm-hmm. It was like enough. So it like teased forward and teased behind too. It's like, oh, if you miss this, by the way, that happened. Yeah. And it was yeah. amazing. You should go back and rewatch by yeah. the end of this month. <laughs> or no, just hold off. It'll be there in November. November 12th, you can watch the whole thing. I guess that's true, right? That's the plan. Because we don't know. <laughs> we don't have a release date for season seven. It, they no. they have said 2019, right? I think it was. I think so. So my guess is probably December, probably right around. I think they'll want to release everything. Uh, they'll want to open the floodgates yeah, to everything. They should that, just do it November 12th. Yeah. Oh, I, think, I think, Ben, I think you actually hit the nail on the head. I think what they'll do is say, so Mandalorian drops today. Next month is Clone Wars. By the way, now you have a month to get caught up. Because here are all the old Clone Wars episodes of like, why not get caught up? Because that makes it feel like new content oh, when it's not actually that's content. A, that's a great mm-hmm. idea, man. Like, they could just be like, I mean two months like maybe it should be three months or like january 1st and so it's mm-hmm. like so you've got this new thing to look forward to don't forget yeah. to catch up on all the old yeah, like things watched while all the mandalorian you got you got the yeah. movie coming out in a month what are you doing for the next three weeks you're yeah. watching clone wars right because i'll probably do that i'll be like oh that'd be kind of a good excuse to yeah. watch six episodes six seasons of yeah maybe i'll watch it the right clone time wars time. yeah it would be actually great if they released it that oh. way it'd be great if they did do viewing orders and stuff well that's what they should do like so yeah. You know, like I've talked about before, Star uh, Disney or no, um, Simpsons has their has had their own channel. Yeah, uh, they can actually download, and they would have curated viewing lists. Oh, cool! And so I feel like they should do the same thing. They should have the separate section for the Clone Wars. Should mm-hmm. be like, do you want to watch all the episodes of Ahsoka? Here they are. Do you want to watch all the Bounty Hunters? Mortis Arc. Here they are. Do you want to watch the Mortis Arc? Do you want to watch the recommended viewing or the chronological viewing order? Dooku Arc. Right? Like, that's how you do it. Because that's that's how I would engage with it. Because I don't need to rewatch everything. It costs you nothing. You just, like, do it. Mm -hmm. But, but, yeah. Yes, I do want to watch the entire Ahsoka storyline. If you're listening to this... Don't do what Adam did. Watch them in order. Mm-hmm. It's like it, you just you can download the list anywhere online, but it, it makes a massive difference, um, and it's it's really fun. Yeah. Then you sort of you see the progression of these people, yeah. and there's holes in there too, but yeah, you know, it's still pretty yeah. pretty fun. A lot of Mace Windu in that trailer. A lot which of I Mace really like. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, I'm down for this yeah. Mace Windu action. Always. Yeah, lots of clone trooper <laughs> action. A lot of different new types of clone troopers. Various types of clone troopers. Yeah. Was it the ninety nine? Was like the there's like a new there's some giant hulking like yeah. clone trooper who was that guy I don't know yeah don't know. <clears throat> Hulk trooper yeah that's what that yeah. looked like um, supposed to be new clone commando or yeah. something and then oh, I didn't, yeah. where's the clone commando show yeah. oh my. where is the clone commando I was asking myself after seeing the Mandalorian I was like where is the young Wilhoff Tarkin show and where is the like the Tamar Morrison like old Clone War like Clone Trooper show. <laughs> I was like, let me get all those in the Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna get them, man. Right, like they, yeah, because these are gonna be huge. These shows are gonna do real well, and they're yeah. gonna be like, we gotta start rolling these things out. Like I think they're gonna be amazed by the viewership of. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna break it. Like I like uh, Luke Cage broke Netflix. Yeah. All right. Um... Should we go to Kyber Crystal Comics Corner? Yeah, let's do it. Kyber Crystal Comics Corner! All right. 
Excellent. As uh, we kind of hinted at last week during our celebration coverage, we're, we're a bit behind because we didn't do a Kyber Crystals comic corner last week. So we got quite a bit to talk about. Lots of comics. Yeah, we got three issues from the Age of Republic series. Um, we have Princess Leia, Grand Moff Tarkin, and the special uh, issue that came out today, uh, Wednesday. And then we also are going to talk a bit about the uh, TIE Fighter series that came out today. Um, but let's start, let's, let's go back last week and look at the Age of Rebellion stuff that came out. Um, one thing to note before we move forward is that, um, the last group, the Age of the Republic was brought to you by, every issue was written by Jody Hauser. Uh, now we are brought to you written by Greg Pack. So Greg Pack oh, cool. is writing, writing all the issues. And, and I was, I was a little, I'll be honest, I was kind of like, I don't know if he's going to be able to, you know, Whoa. Do as well as, mm-hmm. as Hauser, but these two first ones, as Leia and and Tar- Tarkin, are really solid. Yeah. So I'm I'm impressed. I, I think he is he's carrying it on uh, pretty well. Um, why don't we talk about Princess Leia first? Um, that's good with you guys. So that came out. Uh, it's called Princess Leia, Princess Scoundrel. <laughs> uh, brought to you by Pack Sprouse, Story Sliney, Deering, uh, Bonvillian. Lonham and the who are I'm calling the Dodsons because the uh, cover artists are Terry and Rachel Dodson. I don't know if they are oh. brother and sister or married, but I've been referring to them as the brother Dodsons. So cool. Yeah. Well, thank you, Dodsons, for yeah. our fine. Yeah, the art is gorgeous. The cover oh. art's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so I guess the big thing to mention is that this takes place between Empire Strikes Back's Return of the Jedi, um, which is important to think about because yeah. we're dealing with characters who have been covered in the main Star Wars comic mm-hmm. run. But now we're dealing with them in time periods we haven't seen them before. Because the main Star Wars run takes right. place between New Hope and Empire. And now we're getting to see how these characters are written between Empire and Return. Which isn't a lot of time. No, not a lot of time at all. And um, really, this is kind of an origin story of, of Leia Bush, as I, as I kind of think yeah. of this issue. Um, we can go through a little bit, but any general reactions to this that you guys had? Can I just spell something? So, yes, she mm-hmm. becomes Boosh in this. And if mm-hmm. you don't know who Boosh is, mm-hmm. it is the name of the bounty hunter that she pretends to be in Return of the Jedi yep. when she goes for a rescue mission. Yes. Um, I have a feeling if you're listening to us, you know who Boosh is, but if not, always that's good. About. To, so, yeah. Yeah. So, we see you get our first glimpse of Boosh in this episode. Yes. Good. Um, so, you know, I'm not going to say a lot about the plot unless you want to go through it, but it's 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 mostly oh, right, yeah. um, it's it's worth reading. But I, a couple things that jumped out to me. Um, so one of the lines as childhood that always was always a really big line to me was Empire Strikes Back when they said, uh, "What about the bounty hunter we ran into in Ord Mantel?" Oh, good catch! Mm-hmm. That line has always sparked in me of like, what does that mean? It's like Lord. That was like the Lord drop that I remember as a kid, just being like, "Oh, what is that story? What is that story?" Right. And Leia confirms that Boosh was that Boosh was, was, was that bounty hunter. She says that that's that, right. That Boosh yeah. is who we ran into. So we still don't know what that story is. But it has we not know been she canonized. But probably we know Boosh. killed Boosh and took her. Yeah. And took her so personality. I like the fact that they. Didn't, tell the entire story but they gave a little more insight into that lore i drop. didn't make that connection that's awesome adam yeah um it, do they do they mention arcanus in uh yes return of the jedi oh in, in, the, the, in the movie no okay they don't because i think so i thought so. they had but uh, it mandel, starts on the planet sure. arcanus this is the first time we heard Ort mandel right was it that that conversation yeah um and we got a lot of leo and leo that actually kind of yeah. leo and lando yeah. Um, <laughs> in this and I like it because it does kind of 
talk about the fact that like we last time we see Le- Lando in Empire, like he is he had just basically stabbed him in the back. Yes, he tried to help him out, but like they're not friends. Really. But he was aboard the Falcon, right? He probably... at the very very end, yeah, right, yeah. But we haven't seen much interaction between him and Leia, right? And or then Chewie we and... see at the end they're kind of you know, and it, and Jedi they're all together, and this is basically just them working their stuff out, yeah, which I enjoy, and the number oh, of times so great. That Leia lays Lando out. I like mean, hits her. I hits lost him. count after yeah. like six. It's awesome. Yeah. I um, yeah. I have to. This is my favorite um comic from. Well, these two really are kind of neck and neck. They're really like good. they they mm-hmm. kicked another gear in out of this this whole series. I mean, we did the old Age of the Republic before, but yeah. Um. Yeah. We know Age of the. This is yeah Age of Republic. This is Age of Rebellion. Age of Rebellion. Yeah, yeah they'll have Age of Resistance. Yes, yeah. um, it's like they found another gear, and I loved the um, the Age of the Republic ones as well. I know. I just I just put a post on Instagram, like the whole cover art, all yeah. nine kind of laid laid out. Yeah, it's amazing. This and, is, it's very visceral. It's like yeah. shows them with weapons. I mean, that just the scene she goes and looks for um, ammo in the Millennium Falcon. I, that could have been my favorite scene in comics. I don't know why. Yeah. It just it I just think, like resonated with me being like. It's like, oh, he keeps his ammo neck. Of course, like Lando or Chewie and Han keep their ammo next to the bed. You know, yes. like they would. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. That just felt really like really cool. And then, yeah, it's it's good. And, and I have a question too, because there's a confrontation between Leia and Lando where she is basically just going off on him for the double cross on Cloud City, which he yeah. responds to. I had a beautiful double cross all planned out. I just didn't see the whole carbonate thing coming. Do we buy that? Do we think that Lando is this no. what the lie he told second. himself, or do you? I think yeah. I don't think so. I think he's yeah. Lando's looking out for himself. Lando. Yeah, yeah. moment yeah. to moment. Yeah. I agree. Lando mentions Canto Bite. Yep, that Can... made me that stung a little bit. Why? Because <laughs> every time, and I love the Last Jedi, but every time, and I think this is what they're going for. Every time we see Canto Bite and we see the Master Code Breaker as Justin Throw. I still remember my feeling in the theater of like, Lando, <laughs> just a throw. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're getting Lando now, so. We'll oh, I'm happy. Down. It was fine, but it's just, it, I, I had that visceral yeah, reaction I, to that. Wow. <laughs> you were like, that's where you were like, this is where Lando lives. I know yep. he's in here somewhere. Yep. That's Second, funny. he said Master Code Breaker and like, he can do oh. anything. I, I thought they were set up Lando. I really did. Yeah. Yeah. And his storyline. But then, is... then he'd have to win. Then it would be like over. Yeah. Like Lando would have figured out how to take down that ship and rescue all the people. And like, it's, it would, yeah, he would have won. Think, Lando always wins. Yeah, Lando always I wins. think they made the right decision in the end, but yeah. that still has that. Yeah, he'd be like, "Let me get you all out of here." He'd like have his whole fleet there and be like, "Yeah, that would have been very serendipitous." Don't you know, worry, my droids are here. Yeah, and he would have made it look good. <laughs> I'm very jealous that both of you can do Lando. I think <laughs> I would just have like Bart Simpson as Lando if I tried to do it. Yeah, you just gotta know. Yeah. Just gotta be smooth. That's right. Yeah, just gotta be smooth. That's <laughs> <laughs> This is a good Lando. But Leia is just so badass. Yeah. Yeah. In it's like story. she puts the costume on and she literally becomes mm-hmm. someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you were seeing these scenes on, on screen, I feel like you would think she is the coolest like action hero yeah. of the original trilogy. I, I do wish I saw them meet Bush and take Bush down and then take the gear. I thought that's where we were going here, mm. like when we first see it. Mm-hmm. But um but yeah. But hey, it's still cool. It's like, yeah, no, we just get full metal lay this is about Leia, right? This isn't about yeah. Bush. So Yeah. We see her in the gear and she's just kicking butt and taking names. Yeah. And it's funny everyone all the you know, you run into more other bounty hunters, um, Bush's peers, and yep. they're shouting out 
Oh, well, they're like, wait, yeah, they think Boosh it's, never it's, has two cups of coffee yeah. at home. Yeah, yeah, they don't know yeah. what happened to Boosh. <laughs> yeah, they think yeah. it's still the same bounty hunter. But yeah, some people are like, oh, that's the you know, same old Boosh, and then some people are like, that's not Boosh at all. Yeah. Um, at the very end, anyone, I just going to talk about the write up at the end. If you all, unless you have something else you want sure. to say about the comic well, proper. No, I'm, I sure. Well, who's yeah. the grand bounty hunter? Does he have a name? I don't, I didn't know. There was the another name. bartender, uh, bartender, uh, a bounty hunter in a mask too. That looked really cool. Mm. I thought it was like Dengar. Oh no, it has a metal face. <laughs> yeah. Um, so as we talked about at the end of all of these, they have a, like a little written up, um, thing about kind of a, what the character and the actor means. And this one was long. Jeez, it's two yeah. pages. I'm mostly going to page. So I'm going to just like fully just, just self-identify about what happened. I was reading this last uh, Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I straight up cried. Yeah. Oh, I was like, crying literally, in the like, room. I like literally this. like not even just like choking back, like yeah. tears were streaming down my you face. Because I, 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 I feel like I still have not processed Carrie Fisher's passing. I really wow. haven't. Like I still, it still hits me. Like I watched the last season of Catastrophe. Yeah. Um, when she was in, she was in the her previous season and the, the right. season deals with the character's death in a way yeah. that was very hard. But by Bria uh, Lavorga, Lavorgna, yeah. Lavorgna, I think she's written quite a few of these. Oh, cool! Um, and this one was just amazing and talked. This one was more, almost more about. It, it did such a wonderful job of of talking about how you, even though Carrie Fisher and Leia are two very distinct people, you really can't separate the two of them out at the same no. time. And yeah. she did such a wonderful job mm-hmm. being able to have that like conflicting ideas together this idea that they're inseparable yet completely distinct individuals right and it was really wonderfully written yeah and she had a personal story and yeah. it was about like yeah. i guess it was uh celebration orlando so, yeah. where they uh apparently um uh john williams played the leia theme yeah, like in in person like they came like all of a sudden they revealed the pops like that would have just i mean I, my gut just flipped i mm-hmm. love john williams but that theme i cry listening to that theme when nothing bad yeah. has happened yeah. like, just because i love it's the most it's one of the most beautiful things he's ever written um and it's yeah. just so good i'm very glad i was not there for that. yeah yeah it would have been a big ball not to take away too yeah. much from leia but you just said the thing about carrie fisher actually mm-hmm. being princess leia and mm-hmm. it's so very true i feel the same way about mark hamill i feel like yeah he in a lot of ways he's our luke skywalker like for nerds and i think so he is that character yeah. like, well i and this is i don't know how people feel about he's this, a force like for a, good in in the galaxy yeah you know? and, and i feel like especially after uh the after the last jedi because the impish yeah playful yeah. luke we get the the old hermit luke yeah feels more like mark hamill than anything else definitely and very much jedi master now yes. like where yeah. he is yeah. and he's just i mean he, he just knows how to bring out hope and inspiration and happiness to you know from mm-hmm. the aging nerds like we all <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and 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 thank you and i you know yeah he should be that way for it but uh yeah, yeah the characters good. definitely transcend the screen and it's it's only due to yeah. these actors i feel yeah. like because carrie fisher yeah. just crushed it in a new hope like to the point where it's just like she was as relatable and as cool and as interesting yeah. as luke and han yeah you know and yeah. you were just like oh i'll rather jump into her shoes and and go with her on right. the adventure yeah. lucas really let her be herself yeah, and awesome. she was so great that i mean that was princess leia period well i think and it's gonna sound like a weird <laughs> i don't know how to say it's not like a slam on lucas but I feel like the fact that Lucas isn't the best director of people, in terms of like he's not because <laughs> he got so he got so lucky with his cast. Yeah, but I feel like that's why this works so much is because mm-hmm. like 
Carrie Fisher, like Leia was very much Carrie Fisher's yeah. creation and Luke was very much Mark Hamill's creation and 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 yeah. you get uh, and, and Solo is very Hansel, much yeah, Harrison, Ford. Harrison Ford's creation. That Three, like yeah. They were like, yeah, I know what you're trying to go for, but like Three this is how I castings. read it. And yeah. I feel like that. And I feel like maybe that it wasn't, maybe I guess that 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 weirdly Lucas was more laissez-faire in directing yeah. humans in yeah. terms of just like he was more about setting shots and setting everything up and making sure everything happens and trusting his actors to kind of do what they need to do. Right. Except saying faster and more intense. All they time. have like inhuman levels of charisma, those yeah. three actors. Right. And when you think about the prequels, I love all the actors in the prequels, but I don't know if that same charisma was there. Ooh. And 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 some of the actors were guiding a lot of the choices you know and, and the trying to create an organic, you know. Do you know what the issue scene? was with the prequels? They went for actors. Oh, instead of instead of people who are just charismatic, casting, right, charismatic. casting the person who yeah. needs who like 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 I will say this about Natalie Portman: she is a amazing actress. She will get Oscars, but I feel like she was waiting for George. She's like an empty vessel. That's not I don't want to say empty vessel, but she's very much an actor who can embody yeah. anything, and she's waiting for the director to say. This is what I need from you, and George is like, um, faster, more intense. Like, like I feel like yeah. you know, like she didn't quite know. No, how I know what you're saying. You're, a yeah. lot of the actors were looking to George to to understand their their the their the emotions and the motivations of their characters, and I feel like Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, and Harrison Ford just kind of filled in all yeah. the empty spaces without having to walk over to George yeah. and exactly. ask, "What's my motivation?" Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, right. And I feel like they similar with the, the sequel trilogy. Like just watching that panel, that that nine panel. Yeah. Like the Daisy Ridley, John Boyega. Um, uh, uh, um, the charisma's off the charts. It's amazing. Like yeah. they're naturally charismatic people. Yeah. I feel like they just basically found the reincarnation of those three people yeah. in a lot of ways. And this was like, yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree. So let's. Do you want to talk about? I the, just uh, uh, sorry. It took me this long for you. It's uh, Diane Crittenden, Irene Lamb, and Vic Ramos were the casting directors for that movie. For uh, for New Hope, sorry, right. yeah, I know. So yeah, we yeah. just we just talked job. about Shout ten out. minutes with them about how great the casting was. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. George is great, and he had the last say. But like, let's give people their due. Yeah, right, absolutely. Right. So yeah, Diane yeah. Crittenden, Irene Lamb, and Vic Ramos. Well, especially because if you go back to the old like the old reels of who they had in those rooms, they had some legit actors. Oh yeah, who were, were ready to go. Mm-hmm. And they made some tough calls. They made some dicey calls to be like, oh, no, I know we have, uh, was it Kurt Russell? Yeah. Who's like a Disney star at that point. Mm-hmm. Right. Going, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Kurt Russell is great. Let's go with the Carpenter yeah, instead. Exactly. That, that George had in one movie for about five seconds. Yeah, like, let's five. go with him instead. It was interesting. They put him in teams, too, of three. Yeah. You know, and they were yeah. like, all right, no one, we're not swapping teams. Like, you get your team and that's it. Like, this is what we think is going to work. Yeah. Which is weird. And, and it's like, if you mm-hmm. don't know these people, how are you making these teams up? Could have such a weird alternate reality with this, with yeah. this stuff. Oh, yeah. So bad. Yeah. yeah. Where there's no Star Wars and we're not doing this podcast right, right. now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's talk about Grand Moff Tarkin in Tooth and Claw uh, by Pack again, and then Lamming, Boyd, Minon, Lanham, and the Dodsons again. Grant, did you like this episode? This was my favorite comic I read this year. <laughs> uh, last year was the Chuck Wendig annual issue, and I found it very interesting. Oh, there's right, that there's a strange really... parallel between the two comics I love, which is a kind yeah. of fantasy parallel, right? Well, we a see violent fantasy parallel. <laughs> But it's and it's almost the exact same scene in the Chuck Wendig annual Vader annual. But uh, I loved this comic, guys. This was inc- an incredible. Yeah. It has it actually. Obviously, these comics are filling in gaps of time. 
that are, are in and around the original trilogy, like between yeah. the films, after the films, during the films. And, uh, and this overlaps with the new hope. And it was possibly one of like the greatest yeah. moments. But we get flashbacks to Iradu where he's exactly. Yeah. Let's yeah. start yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. So it starts out in Iridu in the outer rim. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and he is fighting tooth and nail to survive, survive and and hunt and right. and and is being taught by I guess is that his father? Yes, I think yeah. it's his father. father. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that scene's straight out of Tarkin. I think. Yeah, it, is, it might yeah. be the, the the book by yeah. uh, James Lucino. Lucino. Yep, I had Lucino. the name and they lost it. Yeah. 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 yeah thank you. Yeah, and his father's just, you know, the message is you're on your own, and he's fighting tooth and nail against these, these savage beasts. And looks yeah. like, like he's saber tooth tigers, which is he like, isn't Freudian at all. Yeah. <laughs> he basically breaks the saber tooth tiger, tiger's teeth. Yep. Claw yeah. off and saves his own life. His, like, his dad's going to watch him die getting mauled by animals. Yeah. And he, he just says, like, I don't know, figure it out. And, and yeah, he rips a claw off and, and apparently saves himself. Cause he, I guess, yeah. Yeah, it's an incredible uh, moment of visual storytelling. And, uh, and the claw continues as an image throughout this this issue, yeah. which is so incredible. Um, yeah, this was a hardcore comic. It was. Yeah, this it was, was crazy. Like, do you, um, it was, was like sociopathic, so, like insanity. Let's, let's jump ahead to him confronting a, uh, a an officer. Right. Like, um, are we are we going to give this plot away? Should we do this or should we dance around let's, it? No, let's just give it away because no one really covers it's the comic. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I so it's funny because. Grant had read this before I read this, and he had texted about how much he loved it. And I'm reading it, and I got real nervous about six pages <laughs> in, where I'm like, I don't think I know Grant, and I think Grant <laughs> makes me uncomfortable. Now. Uh, no, it's because, like, this is my favorite it's one. Dark, it's, it's, it's really dark, it's but we, real stakes. There's real stakes. But we, I'm a big lover of, of yeah. stakes. Yes, and I'm with you. But I got to the point where where it almost lost me is when we get like him confronting a a a, a trooper or a uh, an officer. Yeah. And basically challenges them to one on one combat, strips down, and I'm like, oh, we got swole Tarkin now. Swole old Tarkin. Um, and then I'm just, so I'm reading, I'm like, uh, and then it, and then it flashes back, it flashes forward to him going, oh no, that was just his what he could do. Yeah, he's like, I could totally kill you right now in front of everybody. And that made this issue to me where I'm like, that's amazing, like that. Yeah, that's amazing. Like I'm now back on board because that's totally what Tarkin would do. His mind of like that Sherlock Holmes yeah. movie. I was like, this is how I would destroy this person, right. yeah. but I don't have to. Yeah, right. And yeah. that's why I was like, that's totally Tarkin. And the rest of the issue is amazing. But I remember getting to the point going, Grant. <laughs> well, what I love about this comic is that. Um, the kind of Death Star gunners or the, the, yes. the ignition officers like yeah. never had a story. Like nope. we don't yeah, know yeah. who those guys are. They're just it empty takes, helmets. It takes 146 people right. pulling the trigger to get the Death Star to fire. But yeah. those guys are just, they're just whatever, you know, side characters or just, you know, not even, yeah. they have no lines of dialogue. We don't know who they are. Empty yeah. helmets. But we know Ryan Johnson played one in uh, The Force Awakens. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Yes. That's so awesome. we know that a lot of people have a, like a deep affinity for this character, the guy who basically just triggers the beam. Yeah. And we finally get a little tidbit, yeah. you know, a story so about good. those guys. And I, I just love that. I love when it, we dive into a, a corner that we're not, we, the yeah. camera's never, you know, turned to. Well, and, um, we yeah. also get kind of a, it, it implies that he destroyed Alderaan simply because. Almost death, to prove a point. To prove a point that one yeah. of the Death Star gunners sighed when he didn't have to. Like yeah. the intercut where he yeah, literally yeah, goes, yeah, yeah. you yeah. see Lord Vader? She can be reasonable. And then one of the Death Star gunners goes, whew. Like, thank God I didn't need to be a you know genocidal maniac and kill a whole planet. And yeah. then you see Tarkin see this guy and go, hmm. 
And he goes, continue with the demonstrate the operation. You may fire when ready. Where I just love that added thing of he's just like, I wasn't going to destroy Alderaan. I wasn't going to kill yeah. millions of people. But it's a teaching but now moment. I am because of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's a teaching moment. Yeah. Sheesh. It's really, it's a, such a great episode uh, issue. It's really well written. Mm-hmm. Again, similar to the Jody Hauser stuff, like just nails the character. Yeah. Cold blooded. Yeah. I mean, but just as far, like these two episodes, as far as like, visceral reactions like holy cow they yeah they're really powerful episodes and i love me some you know darth maul and yeah um, qui-gon jinn and all that but this was this was heavy yeah yeah cool um, well, thoughts I'm, I'm good on this one good what covered it. all right all right let's talk about the special that came out oh we forgot to mention that sorry no, i forgot to it. mention that uh he executes all the the gunners after the, oh, the of incident course. He spaces and, them. yeah like, spaces just, them just yeah puts them in a yeah the old like why are we having a meeting <laughs> <Yeah>. in airlock <laughs> yeah poof was it, which I thought was even darker than the kind of one-on-one brawl. It's just like, oh, oh I'm dark. just going to send them But this one he actually space. does. And I feel like that's such a great setup because you're you're wondering <laughs> if it's also still him just in his yeah. imagination. Right, And then yeah. you click the next thing, you're like, oh, no, he just straight up yeah. killed them all. Like, he totally did. Yeah, because he yeah implants in the helmets. Like, yeah. Very yeah. dark. Very, very dark. I love it. Um, and then, so today, or yesterday, was the Age of the Rebellion special, which is that issue where they kind of have three shorter stories for for characters they thought maybe didn't couldn't pull or their own their own issue uh and written by other writers in the star wars comics so we don't have these aren't written by pack but these cover um you get a story about ig88 a story about yoda uh and a story about biggs and porkins Porkins, jack porkins yeah jack um so why don't we take these each on their own um so we get ig88 in the long game by spurrier who uh usually writes uh dr afra Cool. Uh, and oh, by uh, Wingard and uh, uh, Long uh, Low Ridge, I think is how you say that person's name. Um, it's it's basically kind of just setting up the lore and mystery surrounding IG88 mm-hmm. in a really wonderful way. It's just like talking about people's perception of what this thing is yeah. and what its Who mission is, the myth? is and, and, and really the mystery surrounding it. And I feel like it's a really great companion piece to... The Mandalorian, Mandalorian that's trailer. coming out in yeah. nine months. Like, like I feel like totally. it's, it's exactly what it was. Um, lots of fun action. We get a lot of like fun stuff and and, and droid problem solving. Uh, Grant, do you have any thoughts about it? I loved the art. I thought it was kind of yeah. cartoonish and um, just lots of cool gadgets and uh, characters that I really liked. Yeah, and the, and the artists Win, uh, Wingard and and Lowridge are not names I recognize from Star Wars comics. So they they were probably brought on from other stuff. But I do like their yeah. art style. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah, I love the idea that if the head still remains, like IG eighty eight is intact and can yeah. return. Like that's always yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. And they do a good job of kind of doing this whole setting up the possibility that he has multiple bodies. He may mm-hmm. not show like like just that he's almost like this unrelenting, unstoppable force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. All right, and then Let's... we got uh, anything else, Grant? I was going to no, skip to Yoda. We got the Yoda story, uh, the trial of Dagobah by Guggenheim. Uh, Brocardo and Sanchez uh, Amara and Mark Guggenheim, the writer. I don't recognize the name, so I'm not sure where he's from. Sounds yeah, I'm not too sure. Familiar, but uh, I'll let Grant. Grant's kind of a Yoda guy in the room. What do you think of this story? I love this because I, I I imagine it takes place after A New Hope, when Obi Wan's passed, and Yoda is in fact the last of the Jedi. Yeah, mm. and it just it starts on Dagobah, and it's this kind of spirit quest. Uh, 
journey to survive even though there's so much shame after it's, exile yeah basically he, just trying to get meat yeah right? like just, just a quest a, to get food just a quest to get food yeah. and um and i just love that he he won't he actually uh mm-hmm. makes a statement that he's not going to use his lightsaber ever again yep in this comic which is kind of a yeah. big oh, wow. canon he'll never carry a lightsaber yep. again after after his failure yeah 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 and that um, seems impractical it does, and he kind of comes back to bite him a little bit, and he reacts to that. He's, he kind of laughs about his decision not to carry a lightsaber, almost his undoing in this set. I think just after he says that, he assembles a bow. He <laughs> fires an arrow, <laughs> arrow through Yoda like this Dagobah critter, yeah. and it's it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, so what are you really wanting to do? Are you not going <laughs> to kill anybody? Are you not going to yeah. fight? Like, how about hold on to your lightsaber, idiot? Yeah. I mean, it, it dovetail, dovetails right into the beginning of, uh, or into the, close to the beginning of Empire. Right, because right. literally the end of the story is him watching. Oh, that's uh, right, that's right. So it is watching, right before watching Luke, Luke land uh, oh, wow. on Dagobah. So, so it's during really Empire. Empire. It's, it's, yeah. There's a chance that Luke could have come to Dagobah and not found Yoda because he was under a ton of rocks, buried under rocks. <laughs> What's funny is his inner di- his inner monologue is is so wise and, uh, and and complex. And then when he approaches the X-wing, it's just kind of like you're waiting for him to turn. Turn back into that cartoonish yeah, like yeah, animal, yeah, 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 yeah. the yeah. critter, like a kind of creature that it's started really funny, as, yeah. and he doesn't. It's kind of like it doesn't doesn't give us that yet. Doesn't show, yeah, yeah. To... And the last lines are kind of really wonderful. Um, and he sees in the boy a new hope, a hope that maybe this last Jedi won't be the last Jedi. So it's mm-hmm. kind of a nice tying all the, mm-hmm. the things we've seen in the multiple oh. movies together. Oh, that is really sweet, actually. Yeah. and indeed, he's yeah. not the last Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, and he's he mentions he's dreamed about Luke, and it's the boy from the dream. Yeah, so yeah, but kind of didn't wasn't prophecies. he? We know from a certain point of view, right, that he yeah. was really rooting for Leia. Yes, Leia. yeah, we knew yeah. we learned that, right? Yeah, so maybe Which he's been, even paying attention to him. Right, I think at this point, right at this point, he had realized it wasn't going to be the girl; it was going to be because that's what happens in Master. Right. That's what mm-hmm. happens in that point issue. of view, right? He's just point like, of view oh, saying, right. It's like everyone's like, yeah, no, it's going to be Luke. It's going to be like, Luke. Okay, fine. And so he has some time, I guess, between that and when yeah. he finds Luke to deal with his uh, disappointment. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and then the last short story, uh, Big's dark, Big Dark Lighters, Big Big's Dark Lighter. And Jack Porkins in Stolen Valor by Adam and O'Halloran. How are the guys doing there? Uh, I don't. I, <laughs> I loved this short story. I just don't know how to cover this short story because it's more of a it's it's a comic in terms of like a funny comic book yeah. story. Like huh. it's it's drawn very arch. It's it's a lot of goofiness. It looks like Archie. <laughs> lot, yeah, drawn sort of, sort of Archie. It's a lot of like funny comic moments in it. Um, oh, right. There's also an undertone of darkness in it, though, of mm-hmm. him just kind of like a Jack kind of dealing with this idea of will the war ever end? There's not an end to this war. We're just killing people and nothing's actually being solved. And so Darth Biggs, to make him feel better, takes him to a vacation planet where <laughs> they go to a vacation planet. <laughs> like, hey, yeah, like, feel no, better. Jack. Uh, just a love letter to Porkins. And, and... You know, that's kind of a very nice thing for Dark Lighter to do. Yeah. Uh, I will say, though, and I have a, I have a theory. This is a wild speculation. So when they're discussing, when, when Biggs is discussing where I'm going to take him, he says, there's a vacation planet with such a sterile uh, economy. Oh, da, 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 da. oh, I lost it. But I bet it was super funny. Yeah, it was. Someone else talk, please. Oh, well, 
I like when Biggs yeah. looks like Jabba yeah. the Hutt and he's in the crystal, yeah, like, yeah, pink crystal just... sand. <laughs> yeah. Quick, dig me out. <laughs> looks like Jabba. The whole planet, the art is amazing, and yeah. the, uh, the color scheme is awesome. It's just so vibrant and neon. So if you want to see a cool comic about Biggs and, and Jack, yeah, it's definitely just like a neon different planet. Take. All right, so yeah, so uh, it's like a little less in canyon feeling. It's a sort of uh, sort of fun. I've taken liberties. It does enough that I feel like you could still kind of do it. Like it doesn't break too much of the rules, mm-hmm. but definitely seems very out there. But so so Biggs is saying there's a bartender. It looks as if a sarlacc and a hut had a baby. Uh, and my theory is that bartender is what's that character's name from episode nine? Winona Ryder. Wait, what? No, what? <laughs> from episode nine? Yeah, <laughs> that weird alien thing they finally revealed. Uh, what was its name? The oh, one that's Claude. A- Claude. Oh, Claude. Doesn't oh, Claude kind of look like a Sarlacc and a hut had a baby? A hut, definitely. And a Sarlacc because it has no arms. Yeah, right. Because it has no <laughs> arms, right? So, really depressing. Last line of the book is it's. So, Jack gets back into the battle, gets on his X-Wing, flies out. We don't know when, but we're, I'm assuming it's probably the Battle of, of Yavin. And he basically says, what will I be when this is over? Is oh, his last line in that mm. comic book. Where I'm reading this, like, this is wow. kind of funny. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. That's a little super existential. Dark. No yeah. One, no one's ever really gone. Yeah. No one's ever really gone. Not even Jack Porkins. <laughs> Episode 10, Jack's return. Porkins return. <laughs> Porkins return. That'd be so funny. Yeah. I'm also here. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, but I'm I'm here too. Yeah. Um, and then kind of the closing write up is longer because it's it's written it's it's got a lot of like shorter things talking about Yoda and IG88 and Jack and and Biggs. Um, Any standouts? Any big uh, takeaways there? I, my favorite that I always forget is that in in um, the first draft of Empire, it's minch yoda is is how yoda's name's written it's not just yoda it's minch yoda and and well, it was buffy mensch. first it was buffy first <laughs> which is really odd that's that was that was george the first name was buffy then it was buffy minch yoda? yoda and then lawrence kasdan came and said no 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 just yoda just yoda, yoda. yeah <laughs> thank you larry yeah. simplifies it for all of us yeah uh anything else to say about these little blurbs back here i don't have a ton they were they're interesting they're not nothing really was super new to me talked a bit about ig88 and how if you watch the movies you can find him in a lot of different places like oh, okay as the uh as the drink uh dispenser in in a new hope uh it's oh. an ig88 head and you can see in in, yeah. in uh <laughs> is it was it uh empire strikes back you can see him in the in the ugnaughts area there's an ig88 head hanging around oh, right. ig mm. head hanging around so you see that okay. kind of pop up a lot they're like no he is relevant yeah this isn't a e-tier star yeah. and then talk about what uh william hootkins who plays porkins um mm. as an actor is like just had, had a long career as this kind of like background actor and stuff he's in like he's in um raiders of the lost ark as oh, wow. as a character as one of the people like basically uh talking to him at the university and he kind of shows up in all these movies um but talks about a weird connection he had to the uh kennedy assassination <laughs> he's taking, sorry what he was taking russian lessons by a woman who was really good friends with lee harvey oswald and i guess he actually got questioned by authorities to see if he had a connection to the kennedy assassination so it's a tough couple of years there for yeah, jack i think that was hookins right or is it the other guy yeah it was yeah you're right Huh, a little yeah. tethered history, other yeah. than the fact you got it blown up in the onslaught of the Death Star. Yeah. 
Cool. Uh, yeah, so that's it for this for the uh, Age of the Re- uh, Republic or Rebellion, I should say. Yeah. Um, and then this week we also had uh, the first of a new sh- uh, limited series called Tie Fighter, um, brought to you by Hauser, Antonio, Dowling, Prianto, uh, Longridge, Caramagna, uh, Kamakali, and uh, Bonetti. So we have a ton. Um, I don't have a lot. It was it was well written, but this is a companion piece to the Alphabet Squadron book that's coming yeah, out, yeah. I think, next month. But this is uh, from the opposing side, looking at the TIE fighters, uh, the TIE squadron there, known right. as uh, Shadow Wing is the name of the, mm-hmm. the, of the squadron. Is it the guy from... It is. The guy from Solo. From Solo? Yeah, yeah. Holy Solo Imperial Cadet, uh, Light and Dre. Oh, good is, call. Is back I in, in TIE Fighter. Comics. Yeah. All right. So there is a connection that we actually do see yeah. from another a previous... A limited series. Connection, connection, connection. Synergy. <laughs> Get ready for synergy. But that's interesting, right? Because like you kind of wondered what happened to those characters <laughs> as when Solo was a cadet, and and they paint them as like like well-meaning people. So I think part of us, part of you, kind of hopes they got out of the Empire. But this kind of yeah. confirms that nope, nope, this guy that guy stuck around, stuck around. Yeah, yeah. It didn't seem like the brightest bulb in the right tree, anyways. But um, yeah, that's cool. They made the connection because that other. Um, the Han Solo Imperial Cadet series. And, yeah, he's and, a big character. I mean, Light and Dre him. is the he's in the uh, the novelization of Solo Star Wars story. He's in Imperial really? Cadet. Mm. He's now in this. Who is he in the novelization? He, I mean, the he, same guy, but like, what's he doing? Where, there was where an extended extended scene where uh, you know the scene where you see Han in the Tie Fighter for just a brief moment. That was yeah. actually extended and he actually saves Light and Dre Dre from like an asteroid oh, that's or something. Saved, but it's, it's, they never shot it's it. Squad. Yeah, but it's in the novel. Han Solo, good squad mate. Yeah, you know, if you can get Han Solo in your squad. Keep that guy around. Yeah, so Light and Dre's back. Yeah, um, um, it's a lot of a, a lot of this issue in a good way is set up, right? It's 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 establishing the characters, establishing the relationships. We do get Commander uh, was it Nuress, who's also referred to as Grandmother, aka Grandmother, Grandmother. Which again reminds me of the uh, the uh, Americans. Because now I just want Tarkin and Grandmother like, running yeah. around. Totally. <laughs> oh my goodness, that'd be incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got some great names in here. Tesso Bruch, Commander Tesso Bruch, Ganem Kahi, Zingra. Great, mm-hmm. great names. Great Star Wars names. Nice. Yep. And get a little bit of action, but again, a lot of it's kind of setting it up. And, and I don't want to give too much away because it came out yesterday, but there's some intrigue. The the uh, the issue ends on some intrigue. We Everyone sure. may not be who they th- we think they are. Okay. Um, so character development issue. exactly yeah yeah kind of setting stuff up and it's 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 written by jody hauser so you know the writing's strong and the characterization is, is strong but you know not a lot to say and that's not a a, a slight on it it's just it's a good setup issue right, and i'm yeah. interested to see where it goes if we love this genre we must suffer through character development it's usually just the way it goes <laughs> No, it all pay off. That's it. Always pays off. Yeah, always and it's not off. really that much of a yeah. suffer. If you uh, and there's a couple page preview of Alphabet Squadron at the very end. That you can oh, read if really? You want by uh, Alexander Freed. Um, that's our next up, right? That's I our next big uh, thing. So I don't have a specific date on it, but I think it is the next one. I think it's that, and then and then Galaxy's Edge. Book, okay, I think are the are the ones coming out. And there's a couple. Of oh, there's oh, okay. There's gonna be a book called Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, I think it's about Doc Ondor. On <laughs> on Doc Ondor's yeah. and, and comics as well. Synergy. And, and there's a oh, I think you're Galaxy right. I think it's Edge a doc comics. on our comic, and I think the Galaxy's Edge mm. book is about something else. Okay, but it's nice. all, all yeah. Um, I think that's it. Any other thoughts? I think that's everything we got for uh for oh. Kyber Crystal Comic Corner. We have 
Han and Boba are up next in the uh, oh. Age of Rebellion, but I'm not sure if those come out next week or the week after. But we'll see. All right, we'll see. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, uh, Master and Apprentice yeah. just came out um, on Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we just wanted to give a little, a couple opening uh, opening thoughts about the book. Uh, Qui Gon Jinn is the master. For the most part, and yep. Obi Wan Kenobi is the apprentice, but it is a story about masters and a story about apprentices. Yep. And um, we do get some cutting around time a little bit. The majority of the story takes place with with Obi Wan and, and Qui Gon, but we do get some Dooku Qui Gon throughout, which is fun. So yeah. we get multiple masters, multiple apprentices, and I have some theories about that. I'm only about halfway mm-hmm. through where yeah, it's yeah. going to play out. But I we think we'll talk about this in its yeah. completion next week. So yeah. if you want to put your reading glasses on or yep. audio, then um, get into it and we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, right. And concepts like the prophecy are back in focus yes. in this also novel. lots of different prophecies. Right. So I so for next week, I want to go through and make sure we write down what all the prophecies mm-hmm. mentioned in mm-hmm. and and go through and talk about what we think they are referring to because. There's one that refers to an egg that I'm fascinated about. Which has appeared in... Synergy, 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 synergy. synergy. (laughs) Which has appeared in uh, Podameron, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah. There's an egg. Oh, the egg prophecy, yes. The force egg. In Podameron. Didn't it it become a, a monster and kill everybody? I think I think I, I think so, but nonetheless, wow. it was still spoken about as if it was some sort of like force egg or it was egg a force egg, egg. yeah. But it was yeah, but it, it ended up like being like you're not worthy in attacking everybody. I think it was a ma- ma- giant. Monster. I forget how it. Ended. I forget, but I also think this one is. Let's just put this. This can be very on the nose. There's a character we see in an egg, in oh, Star right. Wars. and that's just mythic too. I mean, the, the, okay. the symbol right. of the egg goes yeah. back to ancient and, man and and what this myth. is playing around with. At least again, I'm only halfway through, but it's talking a lot about. Do we buy these prophecies? Are they just are they are they literal or not? And and I like yeah. that idea. And it's kind of a lot of a lot of big part of this book is is Qui Gon struggling with whether or not to believe these prophecies. Yeah. Also, also people's obsession with the prophecy kind of twisting and shaping their their like path, their destiny. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. But like yeah. prophecies and languages are Qui Gon's thing. We find yes. out that we like, find that out. Yeah. You know, every every Jedi has their specialties, especially yeah. Jedi masters, and uh, people are in different stuff. And um, yeah. This is not Obi Wan's first choice, but this is what he's got. Like he's, you sure know, he's. A... This is his master, and he's into prophecies, and so yeah, we get a lot. And of alien language. Obi Wan spends says, a lot of time in library. Into, uh, alien languages, like ling- he's a linguist or something. Like yeah, that. but like, I feel like Tolkien, he can understand everyone, but he just re- he just responds in galactic basic. Yeah, like yeah. that's just who Qui Gon is. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, right. <laughs> this is what I I've deemed that. appropriate. <laughs> It's really fun because I feel like we yeah. see in this story a lot of like who Obi Wan is going to become, especially yeah. like uh, in Dexter's yes. Diner and yeah. like in all these other things. Like we yeah. can see uh, Qui Gon's teachings taking root in later things, even though at the same time we get so much whiny Obi Wan. Yeah, this book. well, he's seventeen he's years 17, old, he sure is. but he's he, I think. He really should have been like thirteen. I feel like he they they she uh, Claudia Gray, who's also just amazing, wrote him yeah. very much. Yeah. Thirteen. But I think that's what we yeah. get, right? These are these are sheltered kids who they're just seeing the world now. Thirteen yeah. in a lot of ways. Right. I feel like yeah. that's a seventeen-year-old growing up 
and the Jedi temples going right. to be a thirteen year old normal. Because now they're just being socialized, like in their yeah. teens. You're, like, you're taken so. at a young age, and then you you don't really know what this destiny entails, and then yeah. you think it's an honor, but you're still unsure. Yeah. But I, I love how um, I love how Obi Wan is handling uh, his apprenticeship compared to Anakin. Yeah. You know, yes. uh, to say because uh, like Obi Wan relishes in the little victories, although he questions whether Qui Gon. Uh, truly wants to train him or thinks he's worthy of training or, or has these kind of um, these contemplations of whether to stop training him or to continue training him. Obi-Wan's kind of unsure of himself that build, builds up inside yeah. him. And then uh, he, uh, but he handles it so much better. He relishes in the small victories and Anakin yeah. never did that. And I, I, that's, the, that's, the, that's what carved out Obi-Wan's yeah. destiny. He's just like this pragmatic type that right. definitely yeah. handles everything with yeah. care. Uh, but so great time period, great characters, mm-hmm. great intersection of time. We meet a new uh, Jedi. We we do you know it, there's yeah. a lot of a lot of interesting things in this book. So um, if you're not reading it yet, go out and buy it. And um, yeah, I guess next week we'll do a little segment on it. Yeah, we'll do our um, full coverage on it. It's a it's really good. It's um yeah, and Claudia Gray is just amazing at writing the characters, knowing how to write those characters, and, and understanding kind of their inner thought processes. And I think this is the first canon book. New canon book that takes place pre, um, pre prequel. Yeah, pre prequel. I think that's how they're advertising it. Seven years before Tarkin? the Phantom Menace. I think no, Tarkin. Uh, you're right. uh, of course not. Right. Yeah, I mean maybe segments of Eridu, that. the Eridu part stuff. stuff but, yeah. yeah, but that's that's big because we take that for granted because there's so right. much written in the old EU pre right. Phantom Menace, but it's the first one. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, New Dawn. No, you're right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cool, man. But yeah, read it next week. By next week, and we'll uh, we'll give you some more deep thoughts. And I want to get through. I want to look at all those. I want to get yeah, the through prophecies. every single one of those Definitely prophecies. Interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, Red. Yeah. Well, cool. all right. Hey, you know what? This has been a super time, guys. Yeah, I've had a lot of fun with you both. Me too. I could talk for nine more hours about Star Wars, but um, we'll uh, wait until next week, um, when who knows what more we will learn. But um, thanks very much for listening, everyone, and may the force be with you. This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at Coreworld News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you and good night. Remember, the Force will be with you always.